Hi, I'm Sin Ribbon, the writer and director of In Her Burning, A Surreal Diary. I also play the voice of Aerith. In Her Burning is an eight-episode narrative podcast set in a dark and fictional world, composed from the protagonist's audio diaries. In an isolated society, teenage Aerith has been chosen for polishing, a ritualistic surgery that erases one's irises so the individual may see the volucris, strange and enigmatic creatures that live in an alternate realm only visible to the polished. She discovers a new and haunting reality after her procedure that warps light into darkness and reveals hidden secrets about the world. You're about to listen to episode two, where things really kick off. As always, thank you for listening. Following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Mm. I don't know how long it's been been since my surgery, but I'm finally coherent enough to get back to this diary. I've been informed today that I am to meet someone who will help me cope. I've been diagnosed with light sickness, resistant to my transformation. Perhaps that is why I cannot adjust to the state. How anyone could is a mystery to me. I also, I, um, I don't know how long it's been since my procedure. My mother tells me it has been some days, which is suspiciously nondescript. For now, I have to rely on her. My vision has barely improved. They warn that it will be blindness at first with a gradual return of light, but it will not be the light you have known, I was told. What they don't mention is that, truly, it's a dark you have never known. What I see cannot be compared to turning off the lights when the moon is absent. This is a consuming blackness, not unlike that lost from a dream in the moments before waking. It is unlike anything I can describe, more an emotion and experience than what is visually discernible. If I were to swim into the ocean forever, I might reach a place like what I see now. Mm. My head screams for the light, but there's none to be found. I feel consumed by isolation. God, the light is coming back, but... Mm. Mother, I need help. What is it? Are you all right? My eyes. Help me to my room, please. God, what am I seeing? What is this? Did you do this? What are you talking about? It's the same way it always is. Why are all these papers on my wall? And the wind, what's going on? I don't see what you see. This. What is this? Did you write this? It's just a blank sheet, Aerith. These are letters. Who put these here? You are supposed to see things. That is why you become polished. Maybe you should accept what is happening to you instead of blaming me. No, no, no. This this is terrifying. Why is this happening? I'm sure this is for the best for you. It's necessary. Mother! What is this? 
What is this? My room. This isn't my room anymore. Papers. Hundreds of them. All over my walls, floors, ceiling. It says... How? How is this possible? It says... Dear Mother, why have you cursed me to this fate? You are not a mother. You are not my mother. I know. You are nothing but an assigned caregiver. You may wish to control me, but I will. I will outlast you. You will wither with the other failures while I shine brightly. Signed by me. But I didn't write this. Dear Elder, withering awaits you too. You will fail, you will fail, you will fail. Cause what is this? Dear Sim, you can't have us all. What are these words? I didn't write this. I don't even know these names. Is, is any of this, is this real? Dear Kellys, I will never say what I want, but I will. I hope that you will listen. Is this the one they're sending? Stop it! Stop it! Are you all right? Erith. Mm. Erith, come on, wake up. <sighs> ah! Who are you? What are you doing in my room? Sorry, I, I'm sorry. Your mother let me in. She said I could see you. Um, the committee told me I was supposed to meet with you. Who comes into the room of an unconscious person? Your mother had the door locked. Uh, when I saw you, I thought something was wrong. I, I didn't mean to cause you alarm, truly. <sighs> your name is Calix, isn't it? Yeah. And you're Aerith. It seems we've both been diagnosed with light sickness. Hmm. You must perceive better than me if you could walk in here so easily. Yeah, well, uh, my understanding is that your procedure was more recent than mine, and you're some cycles less than myself. Yes, I was told I was one of the youngest in some time to become polished. Well, anyway, my, my vision is adjusting gradually. Uh, yours will too, I'm sure. Then why are you here? I'm sorry? How do you have light sickness if you're acclimating so well? Mentally, I... Well, the process has not been so easy. I've, uh... I've had some disturbing visions. I, I've seen things that I know are not really happening, and yet they feel truthful. They told me this was a clear sign of rejection. So it would seem. So it happened to you as well? Mm. It's difficult, I understand, to find solid ground in such a state. Do you see it too, then? All of the darkness? I do. Um, and when the light returns, it's inverted, in a way. What I used to perceive as shadows on the walls and the dark night have all begun to glow. Even you right now are, you're a silvery silhouette twinkling amongst the sea of black. 
How, how do I look to you? Uh, a faint glimmer is all I can make out. It's strange, though, that I see it all. My mother is invisible to me. Hmm. Maybe it's because I'm polished as well. Hmm. But don't you miss it? Color? I do. But, you know, the way I see now, people emit light like they're on fire. The sun, the sun is black. The moon is a beacon. I, I can't say if it was a worthy trade or not, but it's a new world. It definitely makes you reflect on why things look the way they do. I suppose it's, it's like seeing into another dimension. Hmm. At any rate, um, I'm supposed to assist you to our class. Are you up for it? <laughs> do I have a choice? Well, what would you prefer? Um, you could stay here incapacitated, or you could learn what's happening to you. <laughs> hmm. Maybe you'll be a good partner for me after all. So, shall we go? There are three stages, actually. At the conception of polishing, you enter the smoldering stage. Many experience blindness initially. Bits of light will begin to emerge over time, but what you saw as light sources before your surgery may now appear as sources of darkness. Light will come from unexpected places, and we encourage you to pursue it. Afterward, you will progress into the embering phase followed by the burning phase. This is the final stage where you will reach completion. Passing through these stages can take anywhere from a few months to more than a full cycle, depending on the individual. Excuse me, um, what kind of changes can we expect along this path? As we are idiosyncratic beings, each polishing embodies a unique development. Polishing exists in order to lead you to the light. And how successful you are depends on how ruthlessly you seek it. The sources of light that emerge from your awakened vision are your teacher, much more than I. That's not an answer. What about our minds? What happens to them? Ah, you mean rejection. Yes, many polished experience periods of rejection. It's not uncommon. Polishing is indeed a mental process, as well as a physical one. But where you go is where your mind takes you, Aerith. <laughs> and what does that... I believe you misunderstand, young lady. Polishing doesn't exist to dictate how you evolve. It was designed to remove the barriers inside you so that you may reach your true self. <sighs> and what about the Velucris? The Herald of this practice? <laughs> I'm sure you've heard stories. Unfortunately, the Velucris don't interact with us directly. Only those that have reached the final stage of polishing may communicate with them. So there's no way we can contact them? Not until you've reached the end of the road, son. Excuse me, Aerith, is that a listening device? Um, uh, well... Such devices are not permitted. That... What a lowly creature. At least we convinced him to give it back. <sighs> I need this. It's my anchor. I, I understand. <sighs> Thanks, at least. But I'm not sure how helpful that class was. 
Okay, I, I agree. It, it was fairly obscure, but somewhat helpful. The polishing stages are new information. I certainly wasn't told about that beforehand, but I assume the final stage is when the polished leave. Or disappear. But why call it burning? Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about that myself. Polishing and burning doesn't seem to have much in common, yet all the stages are related to fire. Embering, smoldering, and burning. I, I wonder if that's any indication of how much it hurts. <sighs> Grim thought. Let's hope that's not the case. Sorry. Either way, the terminology doesn't tell us much about what these stages involve or how one progresses through them. I can only imagine what's in store for us at the end of this road. And I doubt it's anything good. It's ominous, I'll give you that. But why do you think so? It's too bizarre. All of it. They won't let us communicate with the Volucris. The fact that they're separated from society to begin with is troubling. If the Polish go to them, is it of their own volition? Does this burning stage... Does that change them? The polished are alien to us. Maybe you haven't noticed, but they're almost like prisoners, isolated. Well, couldn't we find a polished in the streets? Ask for answers. Can we trust an answer given to us from one of them? All the information we've been given thus far is too vague, esoteric. And it's strange, isn't it? The testers, caregivers, even our instructor, all unpolished. <laughs> My mother referred to them as remaining. Hmm. I, I hadn't considered that. But now that you mention it, during my testing, I was never interviewed by a polished. So why do this? You mean, what does it serve for people to become polished? Exactly. Does it serve the remaining or serve the polished? Given that polishing is supposed to bring us closer to the Volucris, I'd say it serves the greatest purpose to them. <sighs> Let's try not to get ahead of ourselves. We don't really understand how any of this works. But we should. I agree. But how do we go about it with no reliable sources of information to call upon? Mm, mutiny? <laughs> what, are we gonna overthrow the captain? Don't laugh. I mean that... I think we should resist their influence as much as possible. If we proved too difficult to manage, I would think they'd have to bring someone of higher authority in to deal with us. You mean an elder? I'm not sure how these stages progress, but we may be able to stave them off with our willpower. You know, they're rarely seen. The only person I've known who has spoken to one was my father when he was called to the committee cycles ago. Indeed. If we cause a ruckus, wouldn't the committee have to intervene? <laughs> <sighs> If you have a better plan, I'd love to hear it. No, no, it's, it's simply that I was meant to be a stabilizing figure for you. You're the one corrupting me. <sighs> but I agree. If we resist the tide, the moon may fall to correct us. Thank you for listening. The In Her Burning podcast was created by Sin Riven. For more information about this story and other works by Sin Riven, please visit www.universe.vision.